Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. We are speaking uh, social and health conversations this evening and uh, we are joined uh, humbly so by the MEC from the Western Cape for Health, MEC Noma French, uh, Dr. Noma French Mbombo. And I'd like to urge everyone to please be aware of the conversation that we are having today. We are not speaking politics. We are not speaking haves and have nots. We are speaking to Dr. Noma French MEC Mbombo as a medical professional, as a mother, as a caregiver in general, because of the topic that we have today, looking after other people while you are under pressure. And yes, we are aware that there are some issues in this particular province of the Western Cape and South Africans might want to ask some questions, but I'd love us to please zoom in on the topic at hand so that we utilize her knowledge to the best of our advantage at this current time. So speaking, looking after other people while you are under pressure, let's welcome warmly on the line Western Cape Health MEC, Dr. Noma French Mbombo. Thank you very much for joining us, Dr. Good evening, Patricia. Good evening, everyone. I'm glad that you stressed that part. (laughs) Because um, I was reluctant, because I even said to the producer, I'm not in the good space. Mm. And then he said, no, 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 I'm not going to talk about work. Uh, And then I realized that um, work for some of us, it goes beyond the one that you are paid to do, but also it is actually work. Because when my daughter was sitting next to me, when I was busy um, sorting some matters, and then she was asking, Mom, but that is not part of your portfolio. And then I'm saying that somebody has to do it. (laughs) Somebody has to do Mm, it. uh, just talking about that, uh, because I was just dealing with uh, um, May, his old rest in peace, uh, the late camera man of ENCA, uh, Lungelo Tom, because we are homies. So I know um, uh, his mother, who's in Tanzania, in the Eastern Cape, so I'm from that side. So we're just dealing with some of the issues, uh, the funeral and so forth. So he's asking, why are you doing this? I said, somebody has to do it. Uh, same applies when you have one of your staff members, uh, for example, as part of the COVID, one of the uh, people, of uh, two people who passed on were nurses. And uh, the, the, the last one was from KZN. So very few people understand, have to picture in terms of how, how, how does the other woman feel that side? Um, when you, there's that saying that if I could have closed the eyes of my, of my child, of the loved one, if I could come and see the body, then I could be able to believe that indeed he or she is gone. So, um, I was talking about work. Yes, work is 24 hours, irrespective whether we are paid to do it or not, because on virtue that you, 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 it's you, uh, you are a mother, uh, there's an empathy there, and also you are a woman, and also you find that at least you have been provided an opportunity uh, to be in the leadership position where it becomes a, 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 a conduit for, for the people to make use of you or also for you to be able to help the people. 
I normally say that people don't value the sun for its height, but it's for its use. So very true, uh, Dr. Mbombo. And I think it's very important for you to set that sort of scenario for us to understand that as much as you have a call to duty, your call to duty is not just within your job description, but it goes over and beyond. And hence the conversation we're having today. And I really hope that our listeners today will be able to understand and also utilize the knowledge that you have in terms of the conversation we are having. It is a social conversation. It is something that we are all facing as South Africans, looking after other people while we ourselves are under pressure. Let's talk about it psychologically. You are a professional, medical professional, before you are even an MEC. Um, you, you, you are used to looking after other people, but you are also a mother. Um, you're a partner, you're a daughter, you're a sister, and you're also a human being. Psychologically, let's talk about how, as a medical professional, do you work your way out of an emotional and physical rut or difficult space so that you are able to look after those who are in need of your help at the time? Uh, Yes, uh, as I always say, that the first person that you have to take care of is yourself. Uh, Because you won't be able to take care of the other people if you don't care to take care of yourself. Because when you crack, it means that you will end up uh, sharing or spreading um, those vibes uh, that uh, surrounding you. And then the other people can feel the tension. Especially um, when it comes to women, there's a lot of um, drawing uh, many people towards you, more specifically the vulnerables, where they see you that as they we. Um, yes, uh, my basic training uh, actually is background is nursing. Um, then I worked in various hospitals, Eastern Cape KZN and so forth, and then up the ladder uh, where I did the postgrads and then the doctoral. And uh, all my areas um, of of work and expertise have been on uh, uh, on women and more specifically pregnant women and also the young girls. So I've been in that part of it. Therefore, uh, even if you have got the, 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 the nine to five job, when someone calls you and say that uh, there's a, someone who has been raped or, or there's a four year old or someone says that I cannot bury uh, my, my husband, so those kind of things, uh, you don't respond because uh, that I, it's my job or it's about that um, you want votes or something like that. But it's about when you sit uh, in the chair of that person and ask yourself, if it was me, uh, how would I have been able to, I mean, to deal with this? Or I've been in that situation even myself uh, as an individual or even among my family members or in other people that I know of where we find that they had nowhere else to go. So how can they, how, how could now for me to be quiet? So psychologically, you end up actually, uh, without knowing it, you program yourself, because I indicated that you have to take care of yourself. You program yourself, whilst at the same time, uh, your background, your expertise and the skills, because I was also an associate professor, um, previously in the health sciences, where uh, you find that you take all that knowledge that you use to teach 
especially in the cases of people who have lost uh, their families, and then look in terms of that, how can now um, the person to be able to assist to deal with the issues. For example, uh, as a former academic, of course, you'll put some of the interventions where you just think that uh, what kind of a framework that I could apply and so forth. But at the same time, there are things where we have to uh, respond emotionally and the heart um, uh, goes there. But again, uh, when I say to take care of yourself, it's not all about physical being taken care of yourself, but also being a spiritual being, uh, being a holistic and a holistic being a social being, because you, you, you need also in terms of the interpersonal skills. People shouldn't be, hey, how am I going to approach her? Uh, it's about where your availability, uh, but at the same time, trying to avoid a situation when you, are, you ended up uh, abusing or being misused uh, yourself. Uh, but also to laugh, because I can laugh a lot until I cry, and I can cry a lot until I laugh at myself. So in terms of the emotions as well, uh, you need to have that space of where you can be able to laugh a lot. You and know, as, as leaders, as uh, professionals, as parents, as, um, as, as business people, as um, uh, the elders of society, let me put it that way, yes. we are sometimes expected to be able to just deal with it, put one foot in front of the other and continue. And now you're mentioning uh, things like be able to look at yourself holistically. How do you do that when you are overburdened by the current situation that you are faced with, whether it be the pressure from work, pressure of finances, pressure from your children, pressure of looking after patients? How does one deal with that? Because it's easier said than done, but I'm sure there's a, a couple of step approach that one can ensue. I think uh, um, one important thing is about um, never lose uh, uh, yourself like uh, by being yourself. Plus also uh, the issue of being authentic self. Uh, w- w- let me qualify that. Uh, for example, the issue of being vulnerable. You must understand that sometimes you want to, to hide your vulnerabilities because you want to be uh, that powerful super leader or a woman, uh, and and so that some of some parts of it is about um, you don't you want you don't want people to think that you are weak. But what we don't understand is that uh, when you share uh, uh, those vulnerabilities, not necessary to role play them or to perform. Uh, for the public, when we share those, uh, for example, I, I, I will cry when you see when you go and see this child who's uh, maybe in a in a bad state or something like that. Uh, you mustn't be able to be afraid to share those. Plus, also not only the vulnerabilities, but also even some parts of your challenges. I don't want to put it as a weakness. Some part of the challenges, for example, I might not know much about the issues related to to the finance, uh, because my area might not be that space. It, it's okay to, to, to take along the people who could be able to assist you and journey with them. Same applies that um, you don't want also, because you are in the leadership position, 
you want to take over uh, because it's, it's crucial that you journey with the people. Like you drop a shoulder and then the people, um, uh, person can be able uh, to lean on you and then you lift each other up and then you journey with the person. It's okay uh, to have some challenges. It's okay to be vulnerable. Mm. But at the same time, you do need to be decisive. And also you need to hold a view and the position on some issues. You must not be afraid uh, for the people to understand where you stand. But at the same time, it shouldn't be about, I'm always right. You have mm. to listen. And also you don't judge people. Uh, because firstly, you have to understand firstly that why would this person say these things to you? There should be something probably that I do or I don't do that will make that person to see me that way. So sometimes you have to pause and reflect. So it's a whole psychological kind of thing. Because remember, you cannot change your personality. But when when you become aware of your personality and then you deal with different people, you could be able to count. For example, if I know that I could be irritated uh, when things are getting slow, and then I'll know that it means that I have to count to 10 before probably I, I, I end up bursting, which could make it an example. Or I know that I've got the vulnerabilities when I meet with the most vulnerable people. And probably I would maybe at the back of my mind is that it's a way probably they want to manipulate the situation when they bring these uh, vulnerable, for example, people. So how do I deal with that part of it? So um, indeed, what's crucial is about you need to understand that we're not super leaders, we're not super women, we are human. We do have vulnerabilities. Uh, the denominator, especially now, because I'm talking as a woman, the denominator will always be that we, at the end, we are all women. Whilst uh, the numerator, we might be different. So it is okay um, to be vulnerable. Now, how do we expose our vulnerability in such a way that it doesn't affect those we are looking after? Because I think it's also very important for us to bear in mind that, I mean, last week we had the National Nurses Week um, that started the whole of last week. And on the 6th of May, it was a national uh, day for us to commemorate nurses, knowing very well that most healthcare workers, like other professionals, they, 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 they have to deal with children at home, deal with Um, patients, but they also have to deal with their own insecurities, their own fears, their own stresses. How do we then show this vulnerability, but in a a way that does not impede on those who are reliant on us? Um, uh, It it is difficult, because that's why I always say that when when you uh, uh, people uh, um, actually understand you, that you are not uh, performing uh, you are not role-playing. Uh, you find that there will be always those people who know who you are. That's why I always say that no matter what, always be yourself. People need to understand your what is your standpoint. But it doesn't mean that uh, in certain situations that you have to make it a point that you are the last person um, uh, uh, to speak. Uh, in terms of the leadership, it, it, as I always also, uh, say that, um it's 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 not only about um the the the, the power you possess because we, we, because we need to look at this because people think that the power actually that means it's not about the power you possess 
that is about, um, uh, I'm, I'm quoting one of the authors, is about the ability to empower the others. So you, you, you are being provided an opportunity to lead, but it doesn't mean that you are the only leader in the situation. Hence, always it's about you, you might assign some people different roles where they could be able to showcase their own in terms of self-leadership. So that especially in those uh, cases where we find that you have got some vulnerabilities, you can say, hey, hey, hey Patricia, I know you are good at this. Can you please help uh, uh, the audience here? Something like that, where people feel valued. That's what um, is important. But again, uh, I think we also spoke about the issue of dealing um, uh, with yourself as well um, in terms of how do you re-energize because I made an example of it today was one of those days and you indicated in terms of the nurses days where you have to face the colleagues of some of these people who have lost their their loved ones. We have to call uh, the families that side when they've lost someone. Uh, Of course, you're going to crack. So what do you do when you get home and then you have got all of these and then you find, like yesterday, I went to Mobley Maternity Hospital where we also have got um, uh, uh, quite a number of, uh, uh, of midwives uh, who tested uh, uh, positive. And uh, these are the people who have to assist um, uh, uh, some women to give birth, uh, to journey with the family. So how do I go there and then you can preach the language of social distancing and all of those when you know that you will never be able to social distance when you are assisting a woman to give birth. So indeed, uh, there will always be tough challenges. But uh, remember, people are also looking up to you in terms of providing the direction. So even if you crack and you cry and whatever you do, but just wipe up your, your, your tears and stand up high, tall, and then provide the direction. You know, as you're talking right now, it seems that uh, we need to make sure that we, uh, we we are always open to get the help, so that the vulnerability is uh, is is shared, and we are able to get the help that we need. Because if we don't speak up, no one knows what we are struggling with. Exactly. I'd like to welcome everyone to call us in on 011-714-4045 or 011-714-2788. You can also call 891 or WhatsApp 0614-104-107. On social media platforms, we are at SAFM Radio at Patricia N. Nduli, hashtag SAFMLNC. We are speaking on our health and social conversations today, looking after other people while you are under pressure and on the line speaking to us we've got the western cape health mec dr noma french mbombo and she's giving us insight on her personal experience on her professional experience as a medical health profession and someone who's overlooking other health professionals and also as a mother a sister a a friend a family person and this is the take we are taking from her so please let's engage her on this level so we can get all the juicy information that will help us cope as adults in these trying times now we've got um mec uh a whatsapp here and Mm -hmm. uh our listener says how how to be vulnerable to the right people in inverted commas and this is a, a line that you used so they are asking how do we do this how do we spot out right people to share your vulnerability with um 
You see, it, it, it depends because, you, of course, there are those people who will find that actually they don't care about you. They will actually rejoice, you know, vulnerability. So that's why you don't even have to embrace it. I'm talking from my experience because I don't want to seem as if I've got authority on the subject. Um, the people, there are people who will find that you become warmer in the environment of maybe your friends if you have built quite a large number of the friends. Uh, there are people who find that uh, in the in the environment of their colleagues, some people in terms of the social structures, for example, like church, etc. But remember now, we also have got what we call the social media and all of those where you think that you got it in terms of managing your emotions. And then you find that uh, a person whom you don't even know uh, will end up actually taking you from higher up up to whatever level. So there are other some uh, levels of where you just um, move on, just uh, ignore and then move on. There'll be those kind of situations. Uh, Making an example, uh, in in my position, uh, in as much as that I I see myself that I do my best in terms of, uh, of as an executive and also my responsibility in the health service delivery, I'm very much aware that um, there's still too, so much that needs to be done. And I'm very much aware in the 6 million plus of the people that we need to serve in the province, that there will always be the ones that will not be able to reach out uh, to, or probably you might have failed uh, in the sense of urge. So I, I, I wouldn't expect that you end up being everyone who sees you or whatever will show some love and whatever, all of those. So you, you need to accept the fact that there might be someone who say that you are useless, you are whatever, you are whatever. So do you focus too much on that one or do you focus on those that one who said that I just want an answer that how did my mother die because still I don't know, I just want answers. So you have wronged that person and need the answers compared to the other one who's just um, maybe rubbishing you without any rationale. And then you've got those ones who are your praise singers and all of those. But my point that I'm trying to highlight is that you might have smaller groups of because every person needs another person uh, or other people who will need, especially uh, during the times of when you want to shoulders to cry on or people that you can be able to share a space. So it varies. It depends. From my side, my family, uh, my immediate family, and also uh, I am I, lucky enough that I grew up in quite a large uh, extended family, uh, both sides, uh, back home in the Eastern Cape. Uh, my colleagues, and also generally, because uh, in uh, politically I'm also leading women, so even that part of when now you uh, have some of the engagements uh, uh, with the other women and listen to their stories and also share their stories, because the other thing, uh, just probably just to add, Patricia, is about, uh, you remember I, talk, I spoke about the issue of the denominator that at the end you are women. You, you, sometimes you don't want to go, I mean, you don't only want to have a conversation uh, at the high tea uh, with a nice hat and the high heels. You just want to go uh, to maybe to a, 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 a cultural kind of an event or you just want to go and have a conversation uh, there uh, with the other people uh, that might be um, sitting or waiting for whatever. I'm, I'm talking about 
the different environments where we find that at least it boosts uh, uh, our energy. So it's, 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 it's a different kind of a situation. It depends. We are talking uh, how to look after other people while you are under pressure on SAFM Social Conversations with me, Patricia Ntuli. We have on the line MEC for Western Cape Health, Dr. Noma French Mbombo, and uh, we'd like you to weigh in on the conversation. Remember, our line is uh, 891 or you can call us on 011-714-4045 or 011-714-2788. If you'd like to WhatsApp us, you can send us short, clear and precise voice notes on 0614-104-107 or SMS us 41391. SMSs are charged at 150 each. Social media platforms, please do remember, speak to us on them. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at SAFM Radio at Patricia N. Nduli. Our hashtag, use it all the time, SAFM LNC. Let's go to the voice notes. Um, good evening to you, Patricia, and the doctor then. I just want to find out from the doctor, um, through all this COVID-19 thing, how does she distress? Because I can imagine it takes a toll on her. Thank you very much. Oh, my goodness. That's a beautiful question. It's a question that shows that uh, we are considerate as South Africans. So how do you distress, doctor? Um, the, 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 there are various uh, 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 stresses that are coming from from the different sides. Uh, uh, for example, as an individual, in regard to when we have engaged with as many people as you may be aware that, um, the, once you get out of your home uh, and then you go to the public space, uh, first of all, it's about you. You know that you are uh, a close contact. Uh, um, I mean, a casual contact of as many people, what, what, let me qualify this. It's about whether you are engaging with a journalist, whether you are going to the hospital. So at the back of your mind, where you have to be extra careful uh, because you are engaging with as many. It's not only about you being inf- infected, but also when now you have to go to point A and to go to point B so that you don't end up becoming a super spreader. So you have to be uh, considerate about uh, that aspect. And then secondly is about, you've got people, uh, the staff uh, on the call phase, who have to spend the whole of their uh, working hours in that kind of an environment, be it in the ICU or be it casually, maybe at the clinics and all of those. Uh, the issue that when you know that if one person is, 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 is infected, in that shift, it means that in the whole of that shift, it may be maybe seven or 12 people, uh, all of them have to be quarantined for the 14 days. Where are you going to get now the other 14 to replace those? And then it's also about um, the, the clients and patients themselves in terms of how do you deal with this? Uh, as I made an example now, when you have to respond to the questions that I will want to come over and bury my child. But now if you, when you say you cannot come, not only because there's no transport, but it's because the, 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 the circumstances wouldn't allow you as such uh, in regard to, for example, um, the exposure and all of those. So those kind of situations, that's, that's why I was saying that at the beginning of the year, everyone was so excited. It's going to be 20, plenty 
Uh, it's a leap year. Oh, I remember comes, that. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with all the possibilities. It's an international year of the nurse and midwife, the whole of the excitement. But it, I, what I'm experiencing now uh, is the worst year. Already, we're not even there yet when it comes to the peak. I can feel um, the, 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 the stress. I can feel um, the, the tension uh, and the staff are really afraid and the patients themselves, they are very afraid. Um, that's why we have a, a deep briefing session. Uh, but it, for some of us, at least we still have got that opportunity. You can stay more at home and do most of the work, tele, telecon or video conference and all of those, while the others have to be um, on the call phase working around that. So, but for me, uh, so for having a, a background in health, uh, it was also made it easier. And also for having spent most of the uh, my 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 research space in, in in infectious diseases, actually the area was on HIV/AIDS even earlier when at the beginning in the 90s and so forth. For uh, so it, it, it ended up now building a, a lot of the networks and the contacts. And then the deep breathing, it might not necessarily about psychologically that how does it go. It's about when you can be able to take a phone and call whoever professor is anywhere or you call any other colleague, uh, clinical speaking, and then you can ask some of those. Remember, the virus is still new, four months in South Africa. So there's still a lot of uh, material as a knowledge that one has to pick up because it keeps on changing every day now and again and we're still building coming with the protocols and the clinical guidelines and uh, and trying to understand why the children of whatever they don't get affected why it it will impact more when you are diabetes than more when you have let's say TB and all of those things so there's still too much in terms of reading and also we've got many people where now the excitement is about instead of maybe when you are on the Twitter and whatever you're talking about the politics, but you're talking about this even internationally. So I think there's still that kind of a space, but it is, one can feel it. It's getting heavier. So I've got another uh, vo- uh, WhatsApp here and uh, the listener is just asking, uh, hi, please ask MEC, how does it make her feel to have the highest COVID-19 infection rate in the country? And I, I understand this is a, yes. is a it, it, it's obviously something that will give you pressure and the pressure might even spill over to those you are having to look after because you need to make sure that the ones who are working around you and with you are always kept positive. Exactly, exactly. And and in noting that it, it's not even yet uh, the projected and modeled uh, pessimistic or worst scenario uh, as according to the uh, to the experts, the epidemiologists. As you may recall that in South Africa, the, the projection is that around about August, September, the whole country when will have uh, around about 1 million or so, 600,000, 1, 1 million something of the cases. Um, and then in, in the Western Cape, the projection is around 80,000, which is going to be earlier, around about June. But already we can see the peak. So the tension is about every day, almost every day meetings, uh, the engagement. And also it's also about trying to nurture uh, the staff. Especially when uh, the it's 
affecting them because it's another cluster. Health workers on its own is another cluster of the outbreak, as we've seen with the clusters in the supermarket, clusters, South African police, clusters uh, in prisons, clusters in the factories, clusters in the old age home. But the ones that you find that you can feel the tension most from is the clusters from the health workers. Uh, When you hear that um, uh, this clinic will be closed temporarily whilst it's being contaminated because there's one or two staff members. Uh, Again, remember, it's a new virus. Uh, Nobody knows much about it. So you can understand when people are so anxious and then you get actual calls from the relatives, the spouses uh, of some of the health workers. They say that I've decided that, no, my wife or my whatever, uh, I, I don't think now is good to, uh, for 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 her or for for him to come to work because uh, we've got children. We are not sure whether we should those kind of things. So you cannot just say, "Oh, you work, or else is work no pay." But you have to understand uh, where these people are coming from. Yes, indeed. In terms of uh, of having, um, it's not only uh, about uh, the actual data that we indeed we do have. Um, that we've got the highest number. But it's about when now it gets spiced up, is about that it has got to do with the failure. But how do you make um, a, 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 an ordinary citizen uh, to understand the mathematical uh, work that goes into in terms of how does one deal with the cases? You can't. So therefore, that's why avoid the situation where you end up being derailed. You ended up going to that space. Remember those people, they're sitting at home, some of them. They're just uh, uh, using their keyboard and do all of those. And yet it's you, it's us. You must understand there are staff members there that are looking up to you. If now you're going to keep on fighting that fight there when, for example, that there might be a shortage of a glove or elsewhere, or they might be where we find that we are short of maybe 200 beds. Where can we get 200 beds extra for the hospitals? That's the, um, where the wait or most of the time you have to spend. To. So it's that kind of a pressure where we find that you can feel it, but sometimes we have to just look back and say that it is really worth this fight. So one of the things that I've learned actually is about to just let it go. Let it go. You slip. And then the next morning, it's gone. Whilst people might say that, oh, did you see on Twitter? No, I won't look at Twitter. It's just going to disappear. Let it go. On that note of letting go, learning to let go so that you are able to cope with all the pressures and be able to look after those around you. We'd love to thank you, MEC, uh, for joining us today and just giving us your personal experience about how to cope and also look after those around you when you are under pressure. We really um, enjoyed your input. Thank you very much, Patricia. Thank you to the listeners. Good night. Excellent. Uh, we are SAFM Late Night Conversations. We are speaking social and health conversations, looking after other people while you yourself are under pressure. We just had Western Cape Health MEC, Dr. Noma French Mbombo, and uh, we are going to talk about this conversation uh, further a bit after this. Remember that you can get hold of us by calling us on 011-714-4045 or 011-714-2788. We're also available on 891 207 or WhatsApp us on 0614 104 107. We are on social media platforms 
at SAFM Radio at a Patricia N Nduli hashtag SAFMLNC.